Hello and welcome to the Whole Nine Yards. I am Keaton Smith alongside Brock Krusty and Draven Bridgman will be joining us shortly as he uh, woke up a little late, but we'll be expecting him here in a little bit. And first we're going to uh, go over the Thursday night football game that took place yesterday. It was between the Falcons and Panthers. Not one that was uh, highly anticipated between two pretty mediocre teams Falcons are now four and six. Panthers improved to three and seven. Panthers were really looked at as one of the worst teams in the league going into last night. They do get the job done though, twenty-five to fifteen at home in those new, really crispy black and baby blue uniforms that they showed last night at home in Carolina. So to go over a little bit of the set line, PJ Walker was ten for sixteen, one hundred eight, and Marcus Mariota was nineteen for thirty, one eighty-six, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Marcus Mariota caught some slander yesterday. He had a, a wild, I believe it was, interception where he, like, what was it? He, like, was stumbling down and just threw the ball up. And, right yeah, he, he <laughs> thought he was Mahomes or something. I don't know what the case was, but. That was actually, like, it was, an, it was a good, like, it wasn't a good throw, obviously. But, like, right. I've never seen somebody make a throw like that. It was, it was. Uh, it traveled. It did travel well. It was uh, interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Falcons fall to four and six as I said putting up 15 points I actually had the Falcons winning that one yes yeah, and they they really looked bad considering what I I thought they were I thought they would be uh possibly a top 16 top half of the league team and they did not show it last night uh Panthers I I guess they look better I'm I'm not sure what uh <laughs> I thought they want they wanted Bryce Young or CJ Stroud but well, it's not it's not out of the picture. They oh, I know, I know. Do want that kind of thing, but last night it's just funny. Yeah, we saw a ton of power in their running attack, and it's kind of ironic that as soon as they step away from Christian McCaffrey, that that kind of thing happens. Mm-hmm. So, like, you mean Don, Deonta Foreman? He played exceptionally well. He had like 130 yards carrying and a in a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Draven Bridgman joins us. Uh, yeah, so and no, driven the on like Panthers ran the ball really well. Were able to control. Yes. Control the clock. Everything about that. I'm just getting so sick of uh, what's his name? Is his name Archie Smith? Is that his name? The head coach of the. Yeah. Yeah, I, he's such a nobody that I forget his name sometimes. But he just does not know how to utilize his weapons. How do you? How do you give Kyle Pitts two receptions? And let Cordell Cordero Patterson, one of the most dynamic pieces on your offense, get 18 yards collectively. It's absurd. Yeah, a week a week after the Panthers gave up five touchdowns to Joe Mixon, and uh, they didn't utilize their really dynamic kind of Swiss Army knife of a running Swiss Army knife of a running back they have in Cordell Patterson. You know, but, I saw a tweet yesterday that kind of it, it really it really made sense. He's, it's like. Archie Smith is the only person that I would know that would use Drake London and Kyle Pitts to open up the passing game for Dimir Bird and Olamide Zacchaeus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's funny. It's kind of been so, the... it's absurd. I don't understand how he doesn't have a job with the, how he has a job still if he's not able to utilize the weapons he has in the football. It's insane it's, that it's he like It's tough to fire two coaches in the same year though. Yeah, it's insane that, that they had him that they had they had the team looking like a potential wild card or like top 4 seed in the 
in the NFC earlier this season, but now they just look but bad like, losing I, to the Panthers. I just don't understand the Kyle Pitts thing. Like every yeah, I don't either. No one does in the whole he league. He is the most talented tight end in the league physically. Mm-hmm. There is nobody that is like him, and yeah. there's no excuse to why he's getting two receptions a game. He should Very be true. he should be at least second right now in receiving yards for tight ends. That's that's my expectation. Mm-hmm. I and, uh, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. I, isn't it, I think he's only had one game over like 25 <clears throat> yards this it's ridiculous. year. That is that's absolutely it's insane. Ridiculous. Yeah, and for how good he was supposed to be, that's just Well, he is good. It's not like Well, suppo- well, well is, my, not 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 I didn't mean it like that. I meant for yeah. what he was supposed to do. Yes. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying, but like <clears throat> I, I hear people already saying like he's a bust. No. No, no. He's no. not a bust. I don't, yeah, I don't offense, think that. Either think that. any other offense, he's first team all pro. For sure. If he had a he quarterback could, I mean, that, that not, could actually Maybe not first team, it. but he's up there. Oh, yeah, he's 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 making all pro second or first. If he got you to like on the Ravens or something, he'd be up there with Kelsey in Oh yeah, for sure. Did you guys see that throw by Mariota? We, we actually just yeah. talked about where it. Where he totally did a Mahomes 360. Is writing, Mahomes yeah. is writing that down. Except no. Mahomes is going to throw it for a touchdown. I saw a tweet and it was like Marcus Mariota is the definition of F it. Uh, he's down there somewhere. <laughs> and then he just <laughs> threw it. Well, he was I thought forcing a lot of footballs last night. Yeah. It was really odd. Um the the tweet I saw or it was a TikTok I think actually. It was like Marcus Mariota is the quarterback a lot of people thought Lamar Jackson was going to be coming out of Louisville because yeah. if you remember he was supposed to be he was supposed to transition into a wide receiver. That's why he didn't run the 40 in the yeah, combine. That's why he didn't run the 40. Cuz uh he would have had to go down as a wide receiver, right? In the in the draft if he ran the 40 or um I don't. I mean, I think he would have been so fast that they just wouldn't have taken him. As it would have been something. Yeah, it would have been something along those lines. Well, regard like the way I see it is like the Falcons right now. They're just stepping away from their bread and butter. Like they've done really well with Marcus Mariota as a running quarterback. They've done they very did. well they running the football in space between the tackles, and they really stepped away from that. They tried really hard to get people downfield and and make and have. Marcus Mariota make these big throws that he's not used to making, and so yeah, like he just doesn't have that arm. They have they have the most play action, uh, they have the most frequent play action offense in the league right now, which and makes they sense. Didn't do anything with it last night. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a weird situation in Atlanta and uh, interesting situation in Carolina. I'm gonna be interested to see what they do uh, come draft time, come end of season time, playoff or quarterback situation all of those things but we have a uh we have a couple segments here we're gonna have a this or that segment and a question segment and then after the break we're gonna do our predictions and i think that's really it so this may be a shorter episode uh than our previous ones but uh do you want to do questions first or it doesn't matter to me okay yeah let's just go do questions we can do this or that after that and you have a few questions for us brock my first question is what week is this (laughs) <laughs> uh, we're going into week yeah, 10. Okay, 10. okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so yeah. my first question, I asked this question back in week four, so six weeks ago. Okay. I'd like to revisit it. Okay. What are the New York Jets? Okay, this is, isn't it insane that this has been like a relevant question all yeah. year? It's um, so odd to me. Robert Saylor's really turned around that team around. I like him as a coach. Yeah, a he's been actually really good. Yeah, I really do like him. Uh, the, I think the Jets are a, a contender, dude. The the offense, playoff contender the offense for sure. is is dry right now without Brees Hall. It's very evident that yeah, that's the it case. is. But the defense. I mean, I thought Michael Carter actually stepped up in that Bills game. Well, he did. Yeah, I, I, but like just the I'm talking I'm, I'm the defense though. The defense is something else right now. They're yeah. only a half game back from leading leading the East. Yeah. Stephon Diggs got zero yards in the second half against that's us. Sauce. 
sauce for you. It's it's you know, it's he, he's a top five corner. He did get burned, but then he turned it around in that second half. Yeah, yeah. The first the first ad- uh, first game, first half he did he did get some points scored on him, but yeah, no, he's great. They could be a what? <laughs> I'm hold on, give me a second here. They could be a top five or six team in the in the AFC. If you want to put them better than like the Titans or the Bengals, I would definitely put them better than the Titans. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're better than the Titans right now. Okay, so top five. I would say the only teams I would say better than them. I know, I know they just beat the Bills, but I would still put the Bills over them. I would put Miami over them, Kansas City, and Baltimore maybe Bengals. So you could put them in as a top five team in the AFC. It's so odd to me, like just how how that. How functional that offense has been, even though it is pretty dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's yeah. really weird. It's really in spite of, not because of Zach Wilson. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, which is crazy because they took him with the second overall pick, expecting him to do like a lot. And he, yeah. I mean, he's not, he hasn't been absolutely atrocious, but he's definitely not been the guy that's uh, won them the games. It's been the rest of this team surrounding him. My problem with Zach Wilson is he looks like a baby. He does. He look looks like, like a baby out there, and I just cannot respect him as a quarterback. Yet. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures, but it was like they turned all these quarterbacks into what would they look, what they would look like as girls. Oh, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Zach Wilson's. He like, was the cutest one. Yeah, 100%. Zach Wilson was pretty cute. <laughs> okay, that's we got off track there. Go to your second question. So, so the New York Jets—they just beat the Bills. Yes. We're gonna kind of build off that. Should the Bills be concerned with Josh Allen's recent play? Like his injury. Two, his last two games, he's completed oh, only 52% play. of his passes, two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, four interceptions, two fumbles. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's the only player with uh, two touchdowns in every game for nine consecutive games. I know, but he's turned the ball over six times in the last two yeah. games. He's been turnover. He's yeah. been turnover heavy. Um, I don't think I, – I wouldn't be worried personally. I think Josh Allen's a really good quarterback, and I think he has what it takes to turn it around. Definitely has the talent around him to take what it has to turn around. Yeah, I don't think I would be concerned with him. I know at heart, at, at, at his rawest form coming, coming out of Wyoming in, like, 2018 season, he was, like, one of the wildest quarterbacks I've ever seen play. Like, he yeah. was pretty inaccurate, pretty uh, crazy with the turnovers and stuff. And he, he's really calmed that down, but he had been uh, – He's been kind of getting back into it in those last couple games, and I, I don't think that's going to stick around. I think he's too good and he's too smart to do that. Um, I wouldn't be concerned. I would be more concerned with his injury than I would his Well, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I wanted to say about that as well is, like, you've seen him the last two games. He's been turnover heavy, and now he's dealing with an injury. So the thing, like, you have a lack of confidence stacking up against an elbow injury on his throwing arm. Is that, mm-hmm. like, a mixture for some bad things? Well, definitely. Coming? Yeah, definitely. But um, if there's one quarter – one quarterback that could overcome it is Josh Allen in the league or Mahomes. Yeah. One of those two, they'll definitely overcome those challenges. So. I, I did see I, – I heard that from a Bills reporter, I think, that he did practice today. Oh, no, he did not practice today. I saw, I, well, I saw Ian Rappaport say that he didn't within, like, 30 minutes later come up. Someone said he did. Oh. So he I'm, – I'm not sure. Uh, I think he did. If he did, it was probably limited at most. But this is definitely going to be – Something to watch out for, kind of going into this next game, is they have a really good opponent coming to Buffalo. And they're they're uh, is their backup Case, Case Keenum. Keenum. Case yeah, Keenum. Case Keenum, nice. So uh, yeah, it'll be Case Keenum and Stephon Diggs playing <laughs> Minnesota, funny. who was uh, responsible responsible for the Minneapolis miracle, which is kind of funny. But the way the tables turn, isn't well, that funny? Yeah. For real. My next question: Has Justin Fields made a case to be a top ten quarterback? 
Yes, I think so. After 10? that, after dude, after that game I saw last night, or not last night, last week, I cannot say no. I can't. I just can't. I, I I'm gonna have to agree with you. I love Justin Fields. I but at some point to be considered like a top ten guy, you have to have the stats to back it up. And I know he has absolutely no hope around him. I get that. But if if you want to be considered a top ten guy, you gotta I don't know, you gotta have the numbers to back it up at, at some point. And he's he's you put him in a system like all these other quarterbacks have around him, I think he's hundred and fifteen percent top ten with those numbers, but until until those numbers I can't put him top I ten. I think that that's kind of the point though, is the fact that his numbers shouldn't be what they are right now with the talent around him, yet they are. I know, but I mean he's he's still I, I wouldn't even I don't think I would call him a top ten passer in the league. Well yeah, but like quarterback you wouldn't call Lamar a top ten passer, you wouldn't say that, but like quarterback dude justin fields is just dangerous on his feet oh, and he is, he is like, dangerous on his feet man he's insane that run was i was like i was standing up i was like no way no way no way <laughs> honestly when justin fields runs um i'm kind of scared for the bears every time every time yeah, justin fields, injured, yeah every time justin fields leaves the well, pocket like i know he, he, he'll tough through it I he's remember smart he, uh ohio state uh it was what was it it was some sort of sec cha- it was a cha- not sec but it was a what is Ohio State's conference? Is that Big Ten? Oh, I'm not a college guy. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> well, it was a championship or something. He, like, ran and broke, like, a rib or two and played through it. So, I mean, I know he's tough like that. Yeah. He's just that kind of guy. He is that guy. He I understand the guy. concern, though. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Definitely. That's that's Chicago's guy right now. So this is this He needs to be question, for a long time. Yeah. His next question is, it's not really stepping away from football, more the NFL. Mm-hmm. Is the running back the most expendable position in football? Yeah, I think so. I don't feel – I. you can throw like, – I would say D-tackle is another one. Well, I mean, one, like, I'm, but... I'm saying, like, it's the easiest to find a replacement. Like, you can easily reach on your roster and yeah. find somebody that will uh, – Look at all the, the running ball. backs by committee. No other, yeah. no other teams – there are no other positions really have like positions by committee. Yeah, and running backs like usually everyone on a football team played running back at one point at some time in their football career. That's kind of true. So, I mean, it's the it's the easiest, most it's the least brain work out of any position I would say For in sure. the league. As of right now, like I feel like there's only two rare running back talents in the league right now. Yeah, Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey. Like Derrick Henry is uh-huh. made in a lab. There's nobody that's ever going to be like Derrick Henry. There's nobody that's going to be 6'3", 260 pounds, running that fast ever mm-hmm. again. Christian McCaffrey, he's just a satellite. He's everywhere on the field. He can play receiver if you want to play receiver, yeah. punt returner, kick returner, everything like that, and still average And he's just shifty. And he's honestly the shiftiest back in the league when healthy. But you can't really say anything about that about any other running back right now, I feel mm-hmm. like. I would say I could argue Nick Chubb, but that'd Yeah, be that's the only true, thing. but like – That'd be the, but I, agree. I don't. I don't I feel agree, like he's like, like that like talented. He, I feel like he's just like worked for all his. I feel like he's more skilled than talent with. Nick yeah, Joe. he's more. I feel like he's more skilled, but like you can mm-hmm. easily he you can find somebody that's five ten, two hundred twenty pounds, runs through a brick wall right. in the next ten years. Like that's that's not hard to come by. But I'm saying like you won't find another guy like Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Six no three. Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, hundred percent. Then running back is because usually like tall running backs, you don't want like a tall running back because there's more yeah. more of them to hit, more of them to take down. But that dude is just he's made a living out of being a tall running back. Oh yeah, which is not something you had seen before him. And CMC, like you said earlier, he can literally do anything you want him to do on a football field for well, you. We just saw him throw a touchdown pass. So I mean, exactly, he can, he can throw, catch, run, 
probably kick if you want him to. He's good, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, no. I, I agree with that. So this next question might cause some divide in the room. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit in the group chat last night. I Mahomes want you to rank these the five MVP candidates. Okay. I haven't, they're not in any particular order yet. Tua Tungavailoa. Okay. Josh Allen. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts. Geno Smith. Rank them. One is Mahomes. Mahomes. I have Mahomes, Hurts, of, Allen, yes. Gino. <clears throat> um, and then what was the last one? Tua. Uh, Tua. Yeah, Tua at the end. Yeah, well, Gino and Tua are, are kind of might be interchangeable for me. Uh, I gotta That's see respectable. Tua's stats. I'm it's not just, sure. Gino's actually doing insane I've seen I've seen a film breakdowns on him these past couple weeks. He has been doing things elite quarterbacks do in the in the pocket, Dude, commanding his did offense. Did you see that back yes. of the end zone throw to DK? I did. He threw him open, bro. He was not open. He threw him open. Yes. Like, uh, that was nasty. Tua has been really efficient this year. 15 touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, then again, he has one of the most talented receiving cores in the league around him, if not the most talented. A great system. I feel like... But to me, though, when I think MVP is... I base it off of if you take this this player off their team, yes. How much worse are are is that team going to be with with him? And I feel like you could throw an average quarterback in with the Dolphins and they would do fine. You could not throw an average quarterback in Kansas City system and they would just be fine. With all the things Pat Mahomes has to do, all the things he like we need him to do to win each game, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, so here's my outlook on it. I look at Tua and like mm-hmm. He has the stats. He is valuable to his team. We've yes. seen that. They lost games when he wasn't the quarterback. Yeah. But he's just not good. Like, that's just my thing with it. Like, <laughs> like, I also I, think that, too. But, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to make this sound as, as understandable as possible. Like, he does nothing that's special mm. on the football field. So uh, it's, it's odd how he's valuable to his team. He's shown zero playmaking ability. I feel like he's just better than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, <laughs> which is yeah, why. You're right, right, right. <laughs> and like he's about as stale as it gets. For he's a routine, he's a routine system quarterback. Mm-hmm. He is, and, and so, he's left-handed, so no one likes watching him. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> People have to like reverse his game film to see if he actually see, underthrew someone. Or and something. he does. But like All Josh, but my my next guy, Josh Allen. He, I feel like he's ruined his chances quite considerably after the last two weeks with six turnovers. Um, I mean, this just can't. You can't really keep up with other people if you're doing that. And so, mm-hmm. with elbow injury coming in, he might miss a game. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he could miss this week, and he might come back a little bit less than what he was. That's yeah, those true. turnovers were too much for me, anyway. And I, it, he didn't have. He had two like bad games back to back, and that's uh, that's gonna make your MVP chances plummet when you're going up against a guy like Mahomes. I'm getting, I'm getting so much uh, like from all directions when I talk about MVP. I have. I have a friend who's a Dolphins fan. My roommate is an Eagles fan. Imagine how annoying that's getting right now. Oh, my God. I have a friend from home who's a Bills fan, and, you know, Draven here is a Seahawks fan. Mm-hmm. So, like, these five candidates. We do got a lot of different teams on, on this campus, which is surprising. But, but like, the one thing uh, is so much argument with my roommate right now over the Jalen Hurts MVP because, you know, the one th- he's proving my point. He just think they're 8-0. Exactly. Yeah, I knew it. Wins are not a quarterback stat. Mm-mm. You put him, if that team was six and two, even six and two, he would not even be on the ballot. No, that defense he does not has have been any good. stats. Seventy-five yeah. percent of the reason he's even considered a candidate right now is because of their record. Yeah, yeah I would say that's I, more I like say, eighty, eighty-five. Percent. I would yeah. say I would say seventy-five percent of the reason they're winning is the run. 
Exactly. Like, yeah, so there are like, run-heavy teams with a good defense. So what does that even? Uh, yeah, no. And two elite <clears throat> wideouts. And so, and so, like, what he says after that is like, when I when I make that point that he, the only reason that they're that he's a candidate right now is because he's eight and zero. He's like, what's the most what's the most important position on the football field? Obviously, quarterback. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> you can't say it's not quarterback. But then, like, he has help around him. Like, there's no reason. To, uh, there's no reason to point that out. It's a fallacy in his argument. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that Jalen Hurts does not have the stats, and Jalen Hurts has all the talent around him. He's an easy schedule. I'm not gonna sit here and bash on him. He's a good quarterback. He does have the easiest schedule. That's true. But like, you put a normal quarterback in that system, they'll probably be five and three, six and two still. Yeah. Honestly, you put Tua in there, he's probably six and two still. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's, <laughs> Jalen Hurts is not as valuable to the Eagles team as everyone thinks he is. Exactly. Yeah. You we, just you put Justin Fields on that team. They're seven oh. to one right oh, now. Oh my lord. You know, you, they're no, still I, eight. I no, think they're eight. They might be eight. No, you're right. They might be at least six and two. Justin Fields is an upgrade over Jalen Hurts. I will. I will say that. Right really? Now. Yeah. I, I I don't see it right now, but he could be. Geno Smith. Uh, no disrespect, Draven, but I feel like at this point it's kind of a pity vote. I wouldn't say pity. Dude, I mean, like, like, I mean it, it's, it's just. It, is he going to win MVP? Probably not. No. Would it be an awesome story if he did? Yes. That's why that I'm would saying be, that. that would be insane if he And did. that's why people are driving that narrative yeah. that he might win MVP and they want him to win MVP. Is he deserving of it right now? Maybe. He, he, has, is, two, he has 200 more yards than Tua and one more interception, but I think Tua's missed a couple of games too. Well, I, I know, but I'm, I'm saying like – yeah. There's, I've like again, I've, I, the reason I brought it up is because I've seen a lot of posts like, "Who's your MVP so far this season?" Everyone's saying Geno Smith or Josh Allen or Tua. I don't see Patrick Mahomes' name on there. It's because of two things: either they hate the Chiefs and they don't want to discredit Patrick Mahomes, or they're just blind when they see greatness. It well, it's voter fatigue is what it is. Yeah, people, people got so. Like it happened in the NBA, people got so tired of voting LeBron for all those years. Okay, we're just gonna move on to Kevin Durant or Steph Curry. But LeBron was honestly, if we're being real, LeBron probably should have like seven MVPs or something crazy. Dude, yes, bro. yeah, yes, dude. It's the same thing with 100%. like same thing with like Giannis in recent years. He should probably have more MVPs. He's so valuable to his team. But Giannis is actually like one of the slowest NBA players, but he just does everything so right. So well, he's like yeah. so fast. It's so we're gonna weird. talk about basketball more as the season goes on for football. But um, yeah. no, but back final, to it. my final question. Yeah, Mahomes we, is the MVP though. Yeah, is, we, what we're, we talk, is what we're saying. Yeah, I have Mahomes as MVP right now. I'd rank him. I'd rank Mahomes, Josh Allen, Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts, Tua. Geno three. Yeah. So my last question, and this is kind of been a topic of conversation. We've talked about how weird the NFC is right now. Mm-hmm. Are the San Francisco 49ers a legit threat in that conference? No, not at all. Really? Not at all, I don't think. Not with Jimmy G as their quarterback, no. Um, What did they – who did they just play? I forgot. They just played uh, – oh They're 4-4. Four four. Yeah, 4-4. Four and four. But I think right now if the 49ers went to Philadelphia, they would smack the Eagles. I don't think that. I don't think they would do that. Um, I just don't the think Eagles. Have, the Eagles have not faced a high-powered offense yet. They the haven't, haven't faced anybody yet, really. Honestly, to me, the only team they've looked like high-powered against is the Panthers, which they put up thirty-seven, and the or the Seahawks, and like the Rams. The well, like that, the Seahawks. Was, that the Seahawks. It was early on. We didn't know yeah. what the Seahawks were at that point. They didn't know who they were at that yeah. point. So, I mean, I don't feel like it's a fair argument. I mean, I know they just beat the Rams by three possessions, but the Rams are. The dog. Rams, the Rams are dog. done. It's yeah. they're 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 going to be in the dirt for the next three years. Yeah, and I think that shows you how good the Chiefs are too. They beat them by twenty-one, and the the Niners go beat the Rams by seventeen. 
But either way, I, I don't think the Rams are a legit threat. I think there's only really three teams that are. Right, 49ers. Or, or Niners, I'm sorry. I don't think the Niners are a legit threat. I think there's only really three teams that are. Um, I, w- I would say Minnesota, I would say Dallas, and I would say Philadelphia. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's all the questions I got. Yeah. And Dallas only because of that defense. Don't Adding on to that, Seahawks will win the division. And oh, I, yeah. I know I, that. Undoubtedly. I hope to I have, God we get a Kansas City-Seattle Super Bowl. I have $150 on Seattle winning the division. <laughs> So okay. uh, it's looking good right now. Yeah, no, I'm like, right dude. Now. Every time I'm watching the Seahawks and 49ers game, I'm just like, all right, who's winning? Who's losing? You need Stressing that money. Out. You need that bread. Oh, I need it. But either way, we can move on to uh, this or that segment now. I only have eight names for this one. It was kind of hard to come up with names. You're good. Um, for we're doing Max Crosby. Um, so the rules: it's a defensive end position mm-hmm. and. If you had to, it's if you had to take these players for a game right now for one game, not like the rest of the season or rest of their career. You know, right now one game. Wait, look, for one game. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's before we start, I'm going to tell you right now some of my answers might be absurd because like okay. I, at my at the edge is my favorite position. I love watching it, mm-hmm. and so like I take into account less about what they do sack wise and the stats and take more into account what they can do with their skill set. So I just telling game? you that now. Okay. Well, I guess we can start Max Crosby edition. We'll go to Khalil Mack, number one. That one's hard. That Khalil one's... Mack. Khalil, you going Khalil Mack? I'm going Khalil Mack. I think that Khalil Mack is more dangerous in, in the open field. He's got that very good long arm move, stick his hand into the chest plate, and he can just maneuver tackles in any direction he wants to. I'm sure it would it would have been – it is a hard question because Max Crosby has so much power right now. Right. But I think that if you said this like two seasons ago, I would have taken Mack all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, easily. Uh, Max Crosby – I'm going to go Max Crosby because Khalil Mack is older. And uh-huh. he has been doing pretty good this season. But, like, if I want one game, one game where I, I just want the youngest dude, the most powerful dude, go out there quick. Yeah. I'm not discrediting Khalil Mack. He is great. He's one of the, he's one of the best defenders of, of our generation. Yeah, 100%. But he's just getting older. Uh, mm-hmm. It's father time. So I'm going to go Max Crosby. Yeah, and That's still like, a close one, though. Yeah, I feel like right now Max Crosby has the the bigger potential to take over a game That's what than I Khalil think Mack too. does. Uh, we'll go Von Miller right now. Uh, give me Vaughn. Yeah, give me Vaughn. Give me Vaughn Miller. Like, I hate Vaughn mm-hmm. Miller. I will. I just don't like him. <laughs> I just don't like him at all. I just think he's kind of an idiot. I'm not gonna. I don't know why. <laughs> I just. I just have a really. It's maybe just because I'm a Chiefs fan and I didn't like him with the Broncos and now I don't like him with the Bills. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a fan of Vaughn Miller. He is good though, so I'm gonna say Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Yeah, he's insane, dude. He's, he's been, so quick off the edge. Been insane for. Uh-huh. Seven plus years. Yeah, he's he's the modern day Derek Thomas with the way he moves. Yeah, just very quick off the edge. He's very uh-huh. flexible around his arc and his ability to yeah. dip, his, dip his shoulder. Yeah, like, like you, old DT used to tall, do. Yes. Super Bowl MVP. It doesn't matter how yeah. tall you are. As like, a dude, linebacker, that's actually yeah. nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, that's one of my favorite edges to ever watch. I know that's kind of biased because I'm a Chiefs fan, but Derek Thomas was that <laughs> dude off the edge. So quick and yeah. fast. Uh, we'll go to, let's see here, Matthew Judon. Right now, give me Judon. I was going to say Judon, You too. know, I'm going to say Max Crosby. I like what Judon's doing, but to me, like, for one game, I know I can trust a tackle to take care of him. If you just have, like, 
somebody to chip off and get somebody off uh, on him. Like the thing with Judon, he's very fast off the edge. He mm-hmm. has a little hint of power with him, but if you can just push him out of the pocket, it's it's Gonzo. It's done. Yeah, but, but he's with, finding a way to get sacks. Though, exactly, dude. but like the, that's what I'm saying is like. Max Crosby, I trust Max Crosby's power and his ability to penetrate the, uh, the pocket, split double teams, then I trust Matthew Judon's ability to get to the Yeah, court. I was going to say, I will say the Chiefs, like, they're they're pretty good at, uh, um, like, knocking off edge rushers with running backs and tight ends, but one of the things that they do have trouble with, or one of the guys they have trouble with, is Max Crosby. Like, you can't really leave him one-on-one. You always got to line up a tight end to his side. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think I would still go Judon right now, though. He's he's just finding ways for that defense. Well, he's been an element on that defense. My thing is, uh, I don't really, I haven't really watched a whole lot of Patriots games, but uh-huh. is Judon getting most of his sacks outside or inside the tackles? Uh, not sure. I'm sure you can find that. I bet it's on inside. PFL. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet you it's inside. So I might actually change my answer to Max Crosby. Uh huh. Because uh, I think uh, edge rusher, I think Max Crosby would be better. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. That's fair. Take that back. Uh, we'll go to Zadarius Smith. Who you've been? Darius Smith. I don't. I like like what I'm saying. He's a fast guy. He's very violent with his hands, and I know I can trust him to get to the quarterback. He's just somebody mm-hmm. that he's somebody that. How many sacks does he have? Here's the thing with Darius Smith. Oh, uh, like eight and a half. That some people really don't understand about some edge rushers is that he's special because his hands are so fast, so lightning quick that he will push you three yards into your own pocket before you can lay a hand on him. That's how good he is. Yeah. For whereas. Max Crosby thrives off of contact. Okay, one second here. Matthew Judon leads the sack race by three sacks. Yeah, yeah I that know. is crazy. I know, dude. He's insane. Um, Zaria Smith is at second with eight and a half, as well as Justin Houston. Who has I think eight Max and a half. Crosby's like four. He's tied got for six. fourth. He's got like six sacks. I yeah, think. I think he's tied for fourth. Though. But he's like he like thirteen and a half tackles for loss, so he's getting the backfield. Crosby, yeah, Crosby has six. Vita Vea has six and a half. Wow, <laughs> big Vita Vea. Big Good. Big boy. <laughs> but, yeah, um, who did we say here? Darius Smith. I think, yeah, he, right now I think I go Smith, too. I mean, I Max Crosby is such a dog, but Smith is just having almost a breakout year. I have this, I'm having the same reaction, Didn't Brock. Didn't you just clown me last night? We were saying, calling him insane. I was calling – I know I said Max Crosby more relevant. I didn't say he was better than okay. Darius Smith. Okay. But, like, like, like I said, like – I feel like I, f- I find it more valuable to have an edge rusher that can put somebody in their own grave in a matter of a second. Yeah, that's what I was agreeing with that you. that can drive through contact. Like, Max Crosby is good as what he does, but yeah. he's going to have more hits. Uh, he's going to have more misses than he does hits. All in, I said was Max Crosby out. has more clout than Zedaria Smith, <laughs> which he does. More clout, yeah. But <laughs> but I think that's right now Zedaria Smith is better, and I would take him. He's been a dog this year, and I it really sucks because the Chiefs were trying to sign him. But it wasn't, wasn't it like everyone – they announced and everyone thought he was going to the Ravens and then like they reversed it or something. Oh yeah, he was he was gonna sign with the Ravens, but then like he backed out. Yeah, he or backed crazy. out last second and then signed with the Vikings because they matched a better offer. Yeah, it was it was weird. That was a weird situation. Wait, was it the Ravens? Because he came from the Ravens. Well, he came from the Packers, but before he came from the Packers, he came from the Ravens. I think it was the Ravens because I I remember it being two purple teams. Wait, was it Jets? I, it might have been Jets. I don't. I, don't I thought it was Jets. Ravens. I think it was Ravens. Okay. I, sure. I could have sworn it was the Jets. Okay. Uh, we'll go to Nick Bosa. Right oh, now. Oh, Nick Bosa. Yeah. Give okay. Me Nick Bosa. I was gonna say, <laughs> Nick Bosa has been a dog this year. Have you seen all the Bosa memes? Uh, which Bosa is it that's racist? 
Like is both Nick. of them? Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick's racist. Yeah, dude, that cracks me up every time I see a yeah, video. Yeah, he did have a, a racist tweet or two a few uh, a few years ago. Well, dude, they record him every time he, like, is out there. He'll give, like, gloves or something to a kid. And there's been times where, like, he, <laughs> like he's just, on, you know who he's giving it to. He's only giving it to Nick, white well, people, well, he's. <laughs> so I think he's got a lot of CDE already. Um. Dude, if you are, if you <laughs> play like that and you're stupid like that, of course you're going to have CTE. You're just going to run face first into the first dude you see. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. go to Joey Bosa next. <clears throat> Give me Joey, too. Yeah, Joey, I'll take Joey. Joey's good, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to stay with Joey. That's fair. Joey Bosa is actually like a, a pure pass rusher. Yeah. More more so than Max Crosby. Just very aggressive off the touch, and he like he, mm-hmm. he does thrive off contact, but he's able to push off very well. He has very long, lanky arms that, is, yeah. that he uses just to take a tackle any direction he wants. Well, so he is injury prone though. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, uh, he had him for one game. I don't. Yeah, true. I don't. I don't remember the last time he's had a full season, Joey Bosa, and because he's injured right now, I think. Yeah. But uh, these these two should be easy. Micah Parsons, Micah, Micah yeah, Micah, yeah. Micah, Micah, Micah. There should be very very little uh, reasoning here. I mean, that's just he's just a yeah, freak, dude. He's just mm-hmm. the best, one of the best defensive players we've ever seen. Honestly, he's, he's, he shouldn't be. It shouldn't even be an argument at this point. The, the guy, the guy is so powerful for being undersized. I mean, he's like two hundred forty five pounds, maybe. Usually, you don't see two hundred forty five, two hundred fifty pound guys knocking over three hundred plus pound mm-hmm. tackles it's 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 crazy and then lastly this one also should be easy it's hard to come up with like edge rushers where they're like you know they're on the same level Could especially with like a guy like max crosby Max crosby or josh allen that would have been a good one that would have been a good one who would who, who would you go right there max crosby or josh allen probably max crosby. i would go max crosby. I, would, yeah, I was gonna say i would go max crosby but too. josh allen's good josh he is good, is good. Yeah. Josh good. Uh, this one uh last one miles garrett i'm going miles garrett easily yeah Miles Garrett. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. It's he's he's like two seventy. The sack reaper. And like shredded. Isn't that isn't well, that what he, his costume he, was? The sack reaper. Yeah. Where he's he had all the quarterbacks. Of, he's having a little bit of down season, but he's he's actually I'm th- I'm pretty sure if I'm seeing it correct, he's seeing more double teams than Aaron Donald is right now. So I mean, mm-hmm. I think that like he he's still making an impact. Like we saw him against uh, who was they last played? But he was he was on every play. He was doing everything. But yeah, he's uh, sixth in sacks right now. He's had a couple of pass defense. You know, he's he's just so long and he's the best pure pass rusher. In the e- even with yeah. that very bad wreck this year, he's still he's still doing really good. He still got to play before Keenan Allen. <laughs> and yeah, what, that what isn't the... dude. That, I, <laughs> yeah. Keenan Allen. This is such a joke, man. Dude, Come take on. a couple ibuprofen, dude. Get out there. <laughs> uh, be like Aaron Rodgers. Take the what? He take fentanyl or something? A Percocet. Per- yeah, he take perks. It wasn't <laughs> he even take fentanyl. a Percocet. Uh, yeah, oh my take some God, perks and get dude. out there. He was blacking out. He's like, uh, maybe why right. he threw two interceptions on the goal line this past week and lost to the Lions. I, I want to say that is, that was one that was the worst game I ever seen. Uh, that's the worst Rogers, game I've, yeah. I've ever seen him play. Yeah, that was like actually. And those I, those like I, interceptions I, weren't even like <clears throat> oh his receivers were bad. No, he just threw it up to the wrong team. Yeah. But either way, I think that's gonna cool it for the beginning half of the whole nine yards week ten, and we'll come back. From a little break here, do our predictions, and I think get out of here as, they, as this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, but don't go anywhere. This has been The Whole Nine Yards. We'll be back in a little bit after the break. Welcome back to The Whole Nine Yards. I'm Keaton Smith alongside Brock Kresge and Draven Bridgman, and we're going to do our last segment of the show, predicting our Week 10 NFL picks. Like we said earlier, the Falcons lost to the Panthers last night. Fal- Fal- er, Panthers were at home. 
beating them 25-15. to 15. I have the Falcons winning, and I lost yeah, that I one. Yeah, Falcons winning. I'm like 1-7 in, in the last eight weeks you, on you, Thursday Night yeah, Football. You it is so abysmal. <laughs> like, the only game I won was, like, last week's game. Who was playing? Eagles, somebody else. Eagles-Texans. Right? Yeah, if you didn't get that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's, so. the, that's, like, the only game in the last eight weeks I've gotten right on Thursday Night Football. That's, I hate Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football has been uh, in shambles this year, yeah, to it, say the least. It has been. Uh, either way, we'll move on to Draven's team is actually the first one to call upon Seahawks Bucks playing at eight thirty in the morning over the pond in Germany. And Munich, Germany. Give me the give me the Hawks all day. That's, uh yeah. They're just they're moving at such a pace right now. No one no one thought they were gonna move at this pace, but they're they're really showing what they can do and I think like our defense is, is getting better and better each week and that's really mm-hmm. all we need. So I think we can easily stop this Tampa Bay team. Yeah, 52% of the people on ESPN are picking Seahawks right now. Um, I think this will be closer than what people are thinking it might be because, I Mm -hmm. mean, there's a little bit of life now for Tampa Bay. I mean, we saw all it took was one drive. They got a win. Last week, and they won the football game. They had, like, a whole bunch of chances to do that, but they took one drive for Tom Brady to go down, and he's kind of rejuvenated that confidence. The presser right after he said it felt good. It was was like, I got this – monkey off my back he went and hu- he went and hugged uh what's his name his head coach i don't even remember his name anymore oh god todd bowles todd bowles he went and hugged todd bowles right afterward and i'm sure that was a sentimental moment because they're trying they're finally out of the hole they lost a lot mm-hmm. of games leading up to that but yeah 52 percent are picking the seahawks i'm picking the seahawks in this one as well i yeah. think it'll be close but i just trust uh that receiving group i think that run game has really picked up and I think that based on what I've seen from Tampa Bay over the past couple of weeks especially against the Chiefs mm-hmm. they have a they really kind of let off the gas uh, on their run defense. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going Seahawks too. I think that uh that receiving core is going to be able to uh find ways to get open in that Bucks defense and I think Jenna Smith is going to be able to find ways to uh dissect them a little bit. Maybe be a, a pretty mid uh score-wise, maybe like a 20-24 type game uh between these two teams, but I'm going to go Seahawks get the W in Germany this weekend to kick off our Sunday morning football. And then we'll go Lions-Bears. That's going to be an interesting one. I'm going to take the Bears. Like, we've, we've been talking about this a lot. Justin Fields is that guy. I'm going Bears to get it done at home in Soldier Field. Um, Yeah, Justin Fields is definitely that guy. We've also been saying that he has no talent around him. Mm-hmm. So, give, for that, give me Detroit. Uh, I picked Ooh. Detroit last week against okay. Green Bay. It was and a good they, pick. So got the I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick them this week, too. You know, okay. like I feel like some of those upset wins are some of the wins that they're going to get. But I think mm-hmm. in this instance, I'm going to pick the Bears. I just, I, I'm just i going to have to agree with Keaton on this one. I think I trust Justin Fields' ability to take yes. over the games. Like, at this point, it doesn't matter that he doesn't have help because he's shown that he can win without it. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. give me the Bears. It's okay. going to be a close one for sure. That's, yeah, that's going to be a fun one to watch. And then we'll go Browns-Dolphins. Imagine saying that before the season started. Like, this, that game would be a fun one to watch. It, it might not be fun to watch, but it's going to be an evenly matched Evenly game. matched. Yeah, yeah. There that, we go. I see what you're Maybe saying. that's yeah. better. Those are, those are two offenses that are performing quite well right now. So. They are. Yeah. They are. Yeah, at the beginning of the season, if you told me Detroit <laughs> scored 50-plus uh, points in a game, I would have been like, you're lying. I'd be like, you're no, capping. True. Uh, we'll go to Browns-Dolphins. That Dolphins offense has been hot lately. Browns. Once when was their last game? They were. They just come off a bye. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah, they're coming off a bye. The last game, I think, was it against the Bengals? Yeah, they beat them. Yeah. So both teams coming off wins. I have um, to go Miami. Really? Yeah. I do have to go Miami because of what Tyreek Hill is doing this season. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, dude's, that duo. Dude is going off this year. That wide receiver duo is one of the scariest we've seen in a while between those two speed demons down there in Miami. So I'm picking the Dolphins, too. That offense has been red hot. I don't think the Browns can really stick with them. They're more of a run team, and if that offense gets going, they're not going to be able to uh, to keep up, I don't think. So I'm going Miami. Yeah, give home. me the Dolphins as well. But the one thing, the caveat to this that I think could make this game uh, flip the other direction is if they're able, if the Browns are able to run the football well and control the clock, mm-hmm. then they won't have time to get uh, shell the football out to Tyreek Hill for short gains nine-yard pickups, and then make make a big play out to Jalen Waddell because if they can control the clock, then it's fine. Uh, we know that they've had a re- uh, the Miami's had a really big struggle uh, uh, against uh, defending the pass and going through the air this time. Uh, the, the reason they, they, they should have lost to the Bears last week, I am mm-hmm. going to – because that last play was a pass interference. It was. I didn't see it. I don't it was the, have to the take dude, the dude it. literally pulled him down. It was it was bear hug. It was a pass interference, textbook pass interference. Not like soft pass interference these days where it's debatable. It was undebatably a pass interference that was missed, and that would have put them at the eight yard line with time still left to go. Worse than the Rams Saints pass interference. No, definitely not worse than the Rams Saints, <laughs> but it was definitely uncalled. Yeah. For. Uh, well, I feel like there's a lot of so many like last minute plays, last second plays where they just don't call pass interference. For whatever reason, but they're trying to get out of there, bro. Yeah, they are trying to leave, trying <laughs> to get like, that after game yeah. meal. But Dude, like the traffic's about to be crazy. We'll move it. on to two pretty good defenses, being the Broncos Titans. I'm going Titans. I don't think the Broncos are going to be able to move the ball an inch on that defense. So I'm going Jeffrey Simmons and the Titans, who looked very good last week against my my Chiefs. Strongly dislike Denver. Uh, they're just not doing what they're supposed to do this season. Mm-hmm. Underperforming. Under, that's an understatement. Maybe yeah, I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say maybe an understatement. Yeah, uh, I I have to go Tennessee. They're doing pretty good this season, and like we mm. said, Derrick Henry is is a running back we'll never see again, and that's he's always a factor in the game, always the biggest factor in that game. Eighty nine percent of everyone's agreeing with you guys. Eighty nine percent are picking the Titans. I don't understand why it's so lopsided. I'm taking the Broncos. I don't understand why it like after watching last week's game where they literally had no passing offense and they're going against the Broncos who are a top five defense right now uh-huh. who have allowed less than like 20 points in, in, in most of their games this season. Uh, I have to pick the Broncos in this one. That's fair. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's lopsided at all. I think it's going to be a really close, low-scoring game. I just think the Titans are going to be able to find a way to put more offense together. Yeah, which is why I say that. Don't hit Derrick Henry for a screen touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like Derrick Henry does not catch football passes, bro. Does anyone on that team? Wait, really? Uh, he doesn't. That his longest touchdown is a screen, like a 99-yard screen. Well, I know, but he dude is not a good receiver. And when it comes to screens. Well, I mean, <laughs> they like is literally one of the worst receiving backs in the league. But they have that one guy in their backfield uh, that usually catches passes for them. Uh, Forty-one. Yeah, I forget his name. Forty-one. I don't know who it is either. But he's he's at, he's like top ten in receiving yards for running backs this season. We'll move on to probably the most anticipated game of the week: Vikings Bills. Now, this one is interesting because of the Josh Allen injury. I said if the if Josh Allen plays, that the Bills are going to win. I I said that earlier in the week. Oh, I'm going to stick with it. I, I guess I have to stick with Bills because, you know, we can't be certain if he plays or not. And if he doesn't play, I think the Vikings are 100% going to win. But I guess I'm going to stick with Bills. This is a weird situ- situation. Yeah, I, don't, but. I think the Vikings are winning either way. Really? Yeah, I do. That's I fair. Think, I think the Vikings uh, will get TJ Hawkinson in the game this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, their offense on paper right now is, is amazing. Yeah, So I, is. I'm, I'm excited to see what they have 
And they might not have an week. answer for Jay Jettas either. Well, you know, my thing about it is like, <clears throat> I, I've seen a report that Josh Allen didn't practice today, but Keaton said he saw a conflicting yeah. report. I'm going to try and find something on it here But in a even minute. if he, he would have been limited today, yeah, even he if would, he's at, limited, there's no most. chance that he's playing on Sunday, even if he's limited on a Friday. That's my that's my take on it. And, like, I understand he wants to play through injury. That's that's just the dog in him speaking. But he's not going to run the football more frequent, more uh, more like as frequently as he usually does with an injury that's ailing. And he's not going to be throwing the football as well. So, to me, like, they already have no run game. So you can't say that the Bills will still win even without Josh Allen because mm-hmm. Case Keenum won't run the football. That's right. where like he's scoring. Like Josh Allen has just came off a game where he scored two rushing touchdowns. Well, that's not gonna be the case with Case Keenum, and they can't run the football. And so they, I know that I know that Case Keenum won't throw dots to Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. And I know that on the uh, on the flip side, like the Vikings are an overrated football team right now. I will admit that because they've won every game by like what seems to be a very small margin. Um, they're not that high-powered of an offense, but they can get it out when it's necessary. I think that the first drive scheming by that team is is great. Like, first drive last week, it was like for Jay Jettas, four catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. He ends the game with like— Helps my fantasy team. Well, yeah, like that's the first <laughs> drive, and then he finishes the game with like 90 yards. So, like, right. like all the 12 drives afterwards, he gets like 40 yards receiving. It just needs to be doing better scripting than that, have high-powered offense. Yeah, uh, so actually, there actually was like video proof that Josh Allen did practice today. So okay. it was probably limited. He's still, they, I think they're, they're still saying he's doubtful as of right now. Yeah, he's probably not going to play. If even like He would have had to be limited yesterday and been a full participant today to be, even have a chance to play, in my opinion. But if he plays, and he's just playing through injury. Yeah, if he plays, he will be playing through injury. So that is going to be something to watch for on this noon slate this weekend. We'll move on to Texans-Giants. Uh, Texans haven't looked good since... Win since they were up twenty four nothing on the Chiefs, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go Giants. Giants are six and two. They've, I know they just they are are coming off of a loss since that bye week, but I think they're gonna be able to bounce back, go move to seven and two, and get a win over the Texans at home. That is my opinion on that one. They're coming off a bye, so I have mm-hmm. no, I have all faith in Brian Dable right now to win this football game. So yeah, give me the Giants hundred percent. Me too, Giants without a doubt. That's pretty unanimous. Move move to Jags. Chiefs, hopefully, another unanimous pick. Chiefs are at home. They who did we play last week? Why am I blanking? Titans, duh. Yeah, Titans. Uh, uh, we beat the Titans last week. AFC South opponent, another one coming to town this weekend. We're at noon. First noon game of the year for the Chiefs. I'm going Kansas City to take it uh, at home with the Sunday crowd. First noon game of the year for KC. I definitely agree. Yeah, give me KC all the way. You guys just look more dominant. You know, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. I think the only issue on, that we need to focus on is Travis Etienne has been an absolute monster Fair. as of recently. Like, he's really gone under the radar. I don't understand how people are not looking at him and seeing a freak athlete running mm. back. He's been good. He's, he's like been good. top 10 in most cor- uh, running back stats right now, yards per carry, rushing yards, uh, receiving, like that kind of stuff. He's, he's, been, he's been that guy. But um, – mm-hmm. Overall, I just like the defense. Their secondary is just abysmal. So I know it we is. said the same thing about the Titans, but like, I feel like the Jaguars are just worse. We so. should be able to script some some guys open. Yeah, give me the Chiefs against in that, this one against that Jags defense. Now we'll move on to two teams that have not looked very good as of late. Saints Steelers. I don't think the Saints are going to be bad enough to lose to the Steelers. So I'm going to go Saints. But both teams have looked <laughs> bad um, I this saw, season. I saw a stat on Twitter. I, I want to. See if you guys know if this is true. 
Mm-hmm. The longest touchdown for the Steelers right now is 15 yards. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Dude, if that's true, that's actually insane. That like, is how, insane. How is an NFL's team longest touchdown 15 yards through 10 weeks? I. You know what's crazy is I don't think the Chiefs is like that much longer. We don't have a long touchdown this year, do we? Not that I can think of the top of my we mind. We had that one, uh, one against the Bills where Juju Smith shoots. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that was like 45 yards. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Juju had a big one. You know, I'm not going Saints. I'm going Steelers. But oh let me goodness. tell you something. Even after that stat? TJ Watt's back. Is he coming back? He's playing. I didn't know that. He's playing. I'm still going Saints. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm also going to go Saints because TJ Watt, because, I mean, not, yeah, TJ Watt can't score you touchdowns. So. Uh, he did. He did. He did <laughs> in that one game against the Bengals. In the yeah. one game. The one game he did play, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, listen. That defense is com- so much better when he's on the field for them. I get yeah. that. He's a complete game changer. Best defensive player, or one of the best defensive players in the league. Sure. When healthy, changes the, asp- changes the aspect of that defense. But I, it's his first game back. I wouldn't expect a whole lot off that. What was it? A collarbone injury? A uh, torn or a torn pec? You know, I just torn can't, pec. I can't trust Andy Dalton in this game. That's just part of my reasoning. I can't trust Kenny Pickett right now. So I'm going. Well, sense. I understand that, but there's some point in some game that one of these rookie quarterbacks goes off. Maybe this is the one for Kenny Pickett. Hey, bold take. I'm going Saints. I'm also going Saints. Okay, we'll move on to a game. I would. I'd rather watch paint draw than watch this game. Colts Raiders. Uh, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, both on IR now for the Raiders. Isn't Josh Jacobs, like, not playing as well? <laughs> he might not be. But, like, they, they literally have Devontae Adams to work with, and that's it. Darren mm-hmm. Waller is just a big disappointment. He is a year. big disappointment. I just don't. You know what I find funny, Draven? What? Remember last week when you took when you were in the group chat and you said, "Dude, yes, you said I remember." You, at halftime, they were up like twenty to nothing. Oh and he yeah. Was like, and y'all hated my my Raiders take. Jaguars come back and beat them That's, with like twenty seven. I forgot bro. that happened. That was dude, and you can't even blame me for that. Like no, no. it's the Raiders, bro. Raiders have blown three seventeen zero leads this year. Three. They, they have five since they have they've blown five seventeen point leads as a franchise. Since the Super Bowl began, Not and they've three this season. As soon as That's as insane. soon as they got tied up, I was like, "Oh my lord!" And then you sent that, <laughs> and then you sent that meme of Mahomes, and I was dead. Bro. But, I don't know the the one, one it was like the, the like one, the doot, doot, and his like, like eyes are open. Like, oh yeah, he's looking at the camera. Man. I found that on TikTok. It's Mahover. <laughs> it's Mahover. <laughs> it's Mahover. I have so many Mahomes memes on my phone. I'm Dude, not ashamed. You post, bro. Funny. You post them on your uh, on my burner spam, account. Bro. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, Colts Raiders. Uh, I know it's looking bad for the Raiders, but I think the Colts are just a, maybe one of the worst teams in the league. This I'm is, still gonna go Raiders. This is just a gut pick. You know, if the Raiders do lose this game to a first-time play caller, it's Mahover. It, it, it is. It's over. It's <laughs> over for Josh McDaniels because that would be the most embarrassing loss probably in history. Just Saturday it, went 0 and 8 in high school. Well, I know it's the thing. It's, <laughs> it's the thing that if you lose to a first-time head coach, first-time who play has caller, no coaching experience. I know, and that's the thing. Like they have a play caller. That's high like school, the, bro. That's it. It's the it's the passing 8. quality control coach that's calling the plays for them this offense and he's never done it before Mm -hmm. and so if they lose to that it's over it josh mcdaniels is never getting a head coaching job ever again i'm saying right now he's putting his football career in the grave so So, the raiders are winning this game if they don't win this game it's it's, funny it's it's over i actually am i'm not going raiders because they just they did me so wrong (laughs) last week i'm really not going raiders i'm going uh colts jeff saturday yeah i'm I'm let's go jeff dude jeff saturday old colts center Come on, he, Colts he, a legend. He can do it. 
Okay, we'll move on to our 325 slate now. We got Cardinals-Rams. Can we stop putting the Rams in 325 slates? I hate watching them every Sunday afternoon. They're the only team that plays on the... On my uh, on YouTube TV, which is what I have, and I'm, that's the only team I can ever watch. I'm not trying to be that guy, but I think that uh, our division with Arizona, LA, and Seahawks and 49ers, we have the most 325 games. In, you do easily in the league. Like we are only on 325. And I, I, I don't like. mind watching y'all play, but I can't watch the Rams play every Ram, week. No, it's dude, terrible. It is bad. It is very bad. So for that reason, I'm going Cardinals because I'm, I'm Card- so tired of watching you Rams. I'm going, Card- I'm going Cardinals too. D-Hop is just looking like a beast, dude. He I'm really gl- is. I'm glad I'm not on the island on this one. I'm going Cardinals as well. I think that the— Rams uh, aren't good. The, the Rams are just a bad football team right now. There is no way to put that softly. Matthew Stafford looks like—just doesn't look good at all. Matthew Stafford looking like Nick Bosa a little bit out there. <laughs> you know, oh, my you know gosh. I mean. But no, they, Cooper Cup's the only person on that football field, cap- football field capable of making plays. Aaron Donald's really done nothing this year. Yeah, um, he does. Yeah, he doesn't want to play though. We've give said that me before. the Cardinals. I think this is a game like Cliff Kingsbury should have been gone, but he's gonna he's gonna somehow save his job for another year by this win right here. Thinking, Dude, because <laughs> he dresses cool, bro. Like, like it's because he's so worried about how he's dressed. He's he a young, he, as a young coach. He's, he doesn't care about the play calling. He's worried he about doesn't. his glasses. Bro. Also, I just got word that Jeffrey Simmons is out for the Broncos Titans game. Um, it may be over for Titans. Oh wait, oh wait. So you're fine because you pick no, Broncos. No, 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 no. I'm talking about this game. I just remembered Kyler Murray is questionable for this game. Oh, he is. But I'm still going Cardinals. I don't care. Sheesh. I don't I'm, care. I'll go Cardinals too, expecting that he plays. But if he doesn't, I might have to pick Rams. But I'm, I'm going to stick with the Wait, Cardinals. who am I going to start on fantasy if that happens? He's my quarterback. <laughs> it might be Mahover. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go to um, – the last game in our 325 slate, Packers-Cowboys. After how abysmal the Packers looked last week, give me Cowboys. That defense is going to rip Aaron Rodgers a new one. You have to. I hope Micah Parsons, like, sacks Aaron Rodgers into a new dimension. I kind of hope he does, too. I'm tired of seeing like, Aaron Rodgers. For Aaron Rodgers or something? My really good friend Ethan is a big Packers fan. He is, isn't he? And, I know uh, Ethan. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, me and Aaron Rodgers and you Ethan. You know, my thing, I think this is going to – I'm picking the Cowboys, but I would not be surprised the Packers just came out of the woodwork and absolutely slapped him in the face for no reason. They haven't well, been no, going just year. because like this is this is their season right here. This is their season it is. right now. That's if their they, season. They have to win this game or it's over. Mm-hmm. So it's Mahover. It's Mahover. <laughs> it's Mahover. MVP race is Mahover. It's but I'm gonna based on what I saw from the Cowboys two weeks ago, they were very 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 electric. Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak was really solid. Give me. Give me the Cowboys. That one is unanimous. We'll move to Chargers and Niners being the Sunday night football game. This is tough. Uh, I don't think the top two receivers for the Chargers are playing. So with that being said, I'm going Niners. Isn't Austin Eckler on the injury report again? Another reason to pick the Niners. I'm I'm picking the Niners. Yeah. Um, I don't want to pick the Niners, but I'm going to because I know they're going to win. This Mm -hmm. This L.A. team has just looked bad even uh, with their yeah, playmakers even, on the field it's just they're just not good it's even just, being, it's embarrassing even, they almost even lost being to, five and three yeah they almost lost to the good. falcons who just got beat by the yeah, panthers yeah, they're just not that good so. so yeah i'm going i'm going niners too another unanimous one there and then we'll move to the monday night football game which can we stop putting the eagles up against bad teams on primetime games it's the eagles and commanders i'm going eagles they're moving to nine and no unfortunately i'm, yeah. I'm kind of tired of seeing eagles fans get cocky um, I just want to say it's Pittsburgh 2020. Literally, I've been I've been saying this whole season Philadelphia going 10 and 0, losing to the Cowboys next time they play them. That's 
I've hey, been saying you're on track. You're on track. I've you're been on track. saying it this whole season. And and I think Philadelphia is gonna go nine and I feel like, for whatever reason I feel like this is gonna be a close game and it's gonna be like a last minute touchdown or field goal. That is, that may not Wentz, be right, but it's Wentz back? Huh? Is Wentz back? I don't know. Probably not. Probably I, not. I mean, I'd hope not because what's because Heineke? Heineke's been playing well. He's been playing well. It's like, funny because like when Heineke he's a season over, he, when he opens the season as a starting quarterback, he plays like trash. But as soon as that he takes over and yeah, you got to give him a few play. games to just sit on the sideline for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but um, start Sam Howell. Why aren't they playing Sam Howell? Like giving him a shot. It's so odd to me. It is odd. A lot of uh, rookie quarterbacks that are drafted this year aren't really getting a chance, like Desmond Ritter, exactly. Sam Howell. Like, I understand Desmond Ritter is one. I understand that Matt Corral is injured, but he should be the starting quarterback once he's uninjured for mm-hmm. the Panthers. Give him they, a shot. Their Des- quarterback Desmond room Ritter. is so weird. Yeah, Desmond Ritter, that's funny. There's, uh, yeah, the Panthers quarterback room is weird. But either way, I think that's going to wrap up our, did our you show guys, here. Did you guys see Baker give himself CTE? I did. That was pretty funny. He just headbutted. I saw it was like, yeah, like teammates. after Baker Mayfield headbutts everybody without a helmet, and it was like Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Clown. Does he follow, follow Ghetto Gronk too? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I follow so many meme pages. Me too. Bro. My favorite one, my favorite meme that like is ever like sufficed. Just ever, it's just a video. It, it's it's a uh, Patrick Beverly. Throwing his jersey into the no, yes, after that's the that, best that, video of that, all time. That, it's so funny. It's like, like why does he get now? so emotional <laughs> after like yeah, I'm the man, a play in tournaments? Yeah. I'm the man. I'm the man. And he's like crying and stuff, he's and the crowd crying. is going no, so no. funny. It, and it's funnier because if you like knew the NBA, like Patrick Beverly has played on the Timberwolves yeah. for three months. Uh-huh. Like, he he just got traded I watched there. the game live. I was in Disney World when that happened. I watched it live. <laughs> he just got traded. And it's just it's funny because, like, you just want to play in-game, bro. You got to relax. It was so funny. I and guess it wasn't the Kawhi-less Clippers, like, with yes. Kawhi and Paul George. It was, like, it was like the Eagles when they beat the Texans on, on Thursday Night Football or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah, that was – that's all bad. But, uh, anyway, I think it's going to wrap up our – whole nine yards week 10 edition we'll be back here same time same place for week 11 we'll go back over the games whatnot and we'll have probably another this or that probably another question segment we don't know we come up with this stuff on the spot and we'll be back here next week that will wrap it up i've been keaton smith alongside brock krusky and draven bridgman and we'll see you 12 30 next friday thank you have a good rest of your day